This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. Are you one of those folks who walks into the wine section of a grocery store and you are completely overwhelmed? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I, th- I figured that was uh-huh. you, Matthew. Yeah, well, full- I usually go straight for the box section. That's the way to go, right? <laughs> full pull wines can help you, Matthew. What do they do? So Full Pull has been sharing the stories of boutique Northwest wines since 2009 and offering those wines to members of their mailing list. They've got this warehouse and tasting room in the, the Soto area of Seattle. Do you think they would invite us down there for a, for a tasting at warehousing? I hope so. I hope so. And anyway, their spring offerings include Leonetti Cabernet, Small Production Rosés. Who isn't looking forward to rosé now that it's spring? Oh, for sure. And a sparkling wine made exclusive for list members. So if uh, people wanted to find out more about that, would they go to fullpullwines.com? <laughs> How did you know? Just that's, a lucky guess. That's fullpullwines.com. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, well, we don't really have a name for this show yet. Basically, we decided that we would each go to the supermarket. Yep. And look at sort of a a normal supermarket candy selection and that we would choose two things that we think are not good or that we would never buy. Right. And two things that we really think are awesome and bring them in and we would eat them. I wonder if we could call it gas station candy because I feel like this these are the candy bars you would find at a gas station like anywhere in America. Yes. As far as I know. And I really want to clarify, like, some of the things that – the, the two that I brought that I don't think are that great, I don't think I've ever had either one of them. Oh, I definitely it's, – yeah. It's just I always look at them and go, who buys these? I would never buy these. I think possibly at least one of the least favorites that you bought is one of my favorites. Mm. Not not that I – anyway, we'll, we'll get to this. This is very complicated. Yeah, so we each chose two things that we like and two that we think we don't like, and we're going to taste – all of them, which means we're going to eat at least eight candy bars. I'm so excited. <laughs> Molly, Molly is bulking up with some pasta to get ready for this <laughs> athletic event. Yeah, you got you to carbo load for this. I'm actually meat loading right yeah, now. Yeah, you got to meat load. <laughs> we just recorded the bolognese episode, mm-hmm. and I'm eating a little bit of bolognese that was left in the bowl. Yeah, that's, mean, why, that's why they call it bolognese. <laughs> we should have mentioned that last week. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, okay, should we should we start eating some candy? Well, let's let's memory lane it. Like, are your are your favorite go to candy bars now the same ones they were as a kid, or were you even allowed to eat candy bars as a kid? Um, I did. Candy bars were not like a normal thing that I was allowed to eat, but I was not totally deprived of them. Sure, I just remember knowing that it was like a special thing. Yeah. Um, and as a kid, I remember a period of time when I was really into Milky Way. Milky Way's great. When I was younger than that, I was really into Three Musketeers. I think that was the first candy bar that I ever felt a real allegiance to. Three Musketeers I like. Um, my wife suspected that it might be one of my least favorites, but actually I put it like right in the middle. I neither love nor hate Three Musketeers. I love it in like the... the fun like, size, uh, right? The fun size because it is so uniform throughout. Yeah. And it's a uniform texture. It doesn't change at all. So eating a whole bar of it is like... It gets old. Well, and that makes sense because the Three Musketeers were known for their uniforms. <laughs> Very anyway. flamboyant. So first, my first love was the Three Musketeers. Then I moved on to Milky Way. <laughs> yeah. At I, a certain point, I got interested in Twix. Twix, yeah. And um, and none of those are ones I bought today. Interesting. Yeah, I guess my early candy bar preferences were probably formed via Halloween candy, now that I think about it. Because mm-hmm. um, probably I was getting the fun-sized Halloween bars before I was ever allowed to eat a whole candy bar. Yeah, totally. Um, Snickers was definitely a childhood favorite. The one that was like in my top two as a kid that I rarely get anymore is Whatchamacallit. Oh, I almost bought that as one that I would never buy. Right. It's not a top-tier candy bar by any means. I have like a nostalgic attachment to it because it was one of the candy bars they sold at the student store at my middle school. I have a bit of a nostalgic... Let's hear your bit. (laughs) I remember when Caramello came out. Yes. And I remember thinking... I remember my mom and I were both really excited about it because we both really liked Caramel. And... I remember thinking that the caramel just tasted weird, and I only like ever bought one of them, and I thought it was eh, and I never bought it again. Caramello, I mean, that was one where you could, if you were persuasive enough, um, you could convince uh, other people to break off a piece of it for you because it has segments. Yes. And when I say persuasive enough, I mean if you were a girl and you were asking me. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- that that was what appealed to me about Caramello, um, that I could, you know, like... Convince- share it with, with babes? Yeah, I could share it with babes. It was, um, it was babe, babe. I love sharing things terrible. with babes. Um, you know, I find now that I think about it, I could probably count on one hand the number of times that I have eaten like a regular size candy bar as an adult. When I buy candy, which is very frequently... I tend to buy things that have like um, little bits to them. I tend oh, to, I think I tend to get bored with the texture of just biting into a bar over and over. I tend to agree, I think. Although, so yeah, what are the ones that I will buy that are bars? I guess they're right here. Although like, one of I them. I think Snickers is a classic, but I never buy it. I I do occasionally, but you're right. Not that often. That's interesting. And the one I was thinking of before when we were talking about uh, which which candy bars are better in fun size than full size, Butterfinger to me is the <gasps> perfect example oh, of that. Yes. I I've don't think I could a eat a whole Butterfinger. Butterfinger. And I realize some people are listening and thinking those people are insane. No, I would say that you and I are people who can really get behind some rich food. Like, I almost never say, oh, that's too rich. Right. I mean, you just ate a literal pile of meat in front of me. I did. I literally ate a pile of meat, like, emulsified with fat. Yes. It was delicious. I do not generally find things to be too rich ever, but a Butterfinger, I think, could do me in. I don't think it's the richness for me. I think it's the... the crumbly texture Hmm. that uh, like eventually it starts to like accumulate in quarters of my mouth. 
and stuff. And I'm just thinking about it, I'm getting, I'm getting kind of skeezed. No, that's not how I feel about it. I don't think there's anything that tends to accumulate in my mouth other than like toffee yeah. or poppy seeds. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there something we were eating on the show a while back that was salty like sticking? Licorice. Salty licorice. I could not licorice. get it out of my mouth. Yeah. It was torture. We should, we should like just be sure and bring that back periodically just because it's oh, so funny. Oh, just because it's so fun to watch me yeah. writhe in agony. Yeah, that was the reason. Yeah. Can we, we eat, eat some candy? candy? <laughs> Jeez. God. Okay. Okay. How are we gonna How are we gonna do order these? I mean, should we start with something? I think we should start with things we think we, or should we start with the things we think we really like? Yeah, I think we should do like and then go to. Should, or, but should we interweave them? This is very complicated. I think we should start with things we like. Okay. While our palates are. Are fresh. Okay. I, I don't yeah. know. Let's, no, don't let's know. do that. I agree with you. Okay. Go for it. You okay. can go first. So um, I really struggled because in general, when I buy candy, I buy gummy candy. I buy uh-huh. sour gummy candy. I in think general, that would have been like within the purview. Right. But what I always buy is Sour Patch Kids Extreme, uh-huh. which are very rarely in supermarkets. Okay. So I sort of took them off the list. You you buy the Sour Patch Extreme over the watermelon? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. I thought, I thought the watermelon every, was like, your favorite. No, no, no. For every like four packs of the Extreme that I buy, I will buy like half a pack of watermelon. Interesting. So that's a nine to, <laughs> no, eight, eight to, to one, one ratio. ratio. Okay. Anyway, so- I, I, I was standing there at, at Fred Meyer. Yeah. Okay. And I went down every like, um, checkout aisle that was closed. Of course. Um, looking at what was available. They definitely thought you were trying to rob them. (laughs) They definitely thought I was weird. Anyway, I, I was holding this and a thing of Murray's cheese brand salami <laughs> candy <laughs> and salami that's pretty much that sums sums me up pretty much uh-huh. anyway <clears throat> um yeah you gotta pound that meat stick the, before before you get uh, the candy going anyway um the fruity sour candies that they had available were just like the the sour skittles which i get tired of very quickly yeah i knew that i wouldn't consider them a favorite so yeah i like them but i I won't get through the whole bag necessarily oddly enough when looking at a typical grocery store selection of candy the the first thing that really jumped out at me was the peanut butter m&ms i get those a lot those are good and you know i had kind of i hadn't had them in a while but i remembered really enjoying them and then when i put and I should also say that the other night, I texted Matthew. I didn't have anything for dessert she in the house. You up. It was the night that I had gone to buy this candy, and I got home. I had dinner. I was sitting in my bed watching Girls. Uh huh. Sure. And I was like, God, I want some candy or some ice cream or something. I didn't have anything in the house that I wanted. I love sitting in my bed watching Girls, and sometimes I also watch the HBO TV show. Sorry. <laughs> Matthew. Hi. God. Anyway, um, so I ate the peanut butter M&M's <laughs> uh-huh. that I had purchased for this show. And what I was remembering, but I went out and bought a new pack this morning. Thank what you. I, what I was realizing as I opened up the packages, they're so round and plump. I know. And they're not all exactly the same shape, I don't think. Mm, I think these are... Mm. No, they've got a lumpiness to them. So I was thinking about my... So like, good. I was thinking about my taste memory of like Reese's Pieces. And those, I think, are saltier 
and smaller and more uniform. I like Reese's Pieces, but I get tired of them faster yes. than peanut M&M's. There's peanut butter M&M's. Peanut butter M&M's, sorry. Yeah, there's something about the like um, plumpness yeah. like from top to bottom of these M&M's that is so appealing to me. When you eat M&M's, do you ever let the coating dissolve in your no, mouth? No. I do sometimes, <gasps> and I love it. You do? Yes. Oh, man. But I love the like the 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 crunch, the candy, the the chocolate shell, and then the inside. I love all of it at the same time. But here's the thing, Molly. They put multiple M&Ms in the same bag, so you can have both. <sighs> but they always go too fast. Yeah, Have you noticed true. that? They, they're always over before you're really satisfied. Yeah, a way to really make, your, make you feel terrible about yourself is to ever buy one of the large bags of M&Ms. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, did I tell you about the time that I was... This was when I was um, like studying abroad in France. I know. <laughs> Shut up. Anyway, and my classmates and I like there was like a field trip. Oh, you can say so much with a look. There was a field trip to a different region of France, and we were taking the train back to Paris, like around dinner time. The the Loire. The, no, uh, I think we were in the, the um, we were in the the Dordogne, which oh. is like part of the southwest. Anyway, um, we were taking the train back at kind of like early dinner time. Is that in the Pays d'Oc? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and I was hungry, and so I got a like whole wheat roll from like a bakery we passed on the way to the train station, and a large pack of peanut M and M's, and I was like, dude, this is like a whole meal. Yeah, like peanuts bread and chocolate mm -hmm. this is a whole meal and then what happened well and then i still did feel a little bit of like oh my god i can't believe i just ate that entire like king size pack of hua sized pack of, <laughs> of m&ms um but i got over that pretty quickly okay good yeah okay um, are you gonna eat those two or should i put oh, them no, back in I'll the bag leave. okay cool oh, I, man. I feel like i should be pacing myself because we have seven candy bars to go anyway i think this is a great candy it's a great candy I'm going to counter with peanut M&M's. Okay. So now, I, I, it, time was, I would have chosen peanut M&M's, but occasionally I just feel like the peanut inside doesn't taste that good. Occasionally that is true. Usually it's good. God, that's such a good candy. Yeah, it is. Do you think it's perfectly engineered? For me, it is. Now, a, a couple of years ago, I had surgery, and while I was recovering from surgery, the only thing I wanted to eat was peanut M&M's. Really? Yeah. Like for for several days, and wow. I considered myself entitled. Yeah, um, and uh, did you get tired of them? I never did. That's amazing! What an yeah. endorsement. Yeah, they should they should have me on the commercials. Can I <laughs> like have... lying in bed, <laughs> eating, moaning, and eating them? I can't. You know, now eating them in the same sitting, I really can't decide which I like better. I, I when it comes down to it, I would go for the peanut, which is probably why I chose that one. But mm -hmm. I I often get the peanut butter. Mm -hmm. The peanut M&M is such a nostalgic flavor for me. Like I used to, so there are vending machines on a lot of subway platforms in Paris. Mm -hmm. And very often if I was like coming home from hanging out with a friend late at night or whatever, I would get myself a pack of peanut M&Ms and I would eat them in the, the subway, which nobody eats in the subway car there. I would sit in the subway like late at night and eat my peanut M&M's as I rode under the streets of Paris. And it was so... Decadent. It was so wonderful. And so there is something really nostalgic in a, a very powerful way for me about peanut M&M's. Did it say Arashid on the on the package? I think it did. Yeah. Did it say M-A-M? -M? No. Wait, isn't peanut... Isn't that right? It's cacahuete. 
Uh, but isn't it beurre? Beurre d'arachide. What is oh, that? But uh, there's also beurre d'arachide. Beurre. Is it both? I think it might be both. Like how we have peanuts and goobers. Wait a minute. I, We're going to have to pause and look this up. Aren't we? Is that peanut butter? Is that, that, I think is that peanut? I think you're right, but I think I'm right too. Beurre d'arachide. That sounds about right. Okay, we're going to uh, after the break. Okay, there's going to be there's going to be, there a, break. be a break. Uh, yeah, I can feel a break coming on. Okay, and we're going to look this up, and uh, you already know the answer because either you're French or you Googled it, or you don't care, which is probably, <laughs> probably the way to go. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we'll see you in a minute. Hello out there. This is a message for all the ladies. It's me, Molly, no Matthew in sight. And I am here to talk with you about bras. You had a feeling this was what I wanted to talk about, didn't you? In any case, let's talk about third love. I'm serious, people. I really, really love these bras. Third Love bras were developed using thousands of real women's measurements, and they even come in half sizes. So no matter your body shape, no matter what, you're sure to find a fit that's right for you. And they have this online fit finder thing on the Third Love website. It just takes 30 seconds to determine the best size and style for your body. So get over there. Third Love will even let you try their bras for free for 30 days. Just pay $2.99 for shipping. Live in that bra for 30 days to make sure you like it as much as I like mine. If you love it, keep it. They'll charge your card. If you don't love it, send it back for free and your card will not be charged. Go to thirdlove.com slash spilled milk to get started today. That's thirdlove.com slash spilled milk. This never happens. That we're both right at the same time. Yeah, we were both right, and we we are now both being named Meilleur Ouvrier de France <laughs> for our service to the nation. So this other candy that I chose, I've only eaten once before. And this, and, oh, you chose this as one of your favorites. Yes, and I never think about it, yet I remember loving it. Now, this confirms what what I would have said, which is that I like Almond Joy, but I'm not. By the way, this is Mounds we're eating. I don't think you said the name of the candy. I didn't. Oh, I think this is a great candy. No, no. doesn't do it for me. Oh, I love it. It pushes all the macaroon buttons for me without any of the labor I usually have to put into making macaroons. But I do like an Almond Joy, so which is the same thing with like two almonds in it. So mm-hmm. I don't know what my problem is. I think I would like both. This is one of those uniform textural experiences. Yeah. Like a Three Musketeers, but... I like that they separate it into two little bars. That I'm, is I'm nice, bound. yeah. And I think one of the other ones you pick is also also does that. And one of the ones I picked also has two little bars. Wow. Okay, mm, Okay. your turn. What's another one that you really like? Mm. This one is known as Twix. Oh, I can't wait to taste this again. I think the last time I had one of these was on some candy bar episode we did like six years ago. Yeah, and I... I think actually uh, my top pick would be peanut butter Twix, which I did not see on this trip to the store, Um, but uh, regular Twix is good. I'm really surprised, uh, this might be a spoiler, that uh, neither of us brought in any Reese's products. I'm kind of tired of Reese's. Oh, I'm not. Mm. You know what is so great about this? The stick shape Mm -hmm. is the perfect size. For what? Putting in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Um, The cookie part has a wonderful texture. That said, I don't love the flavor very much. I do. That's cool. We can agree to disagree. Twix. I still love you, man. I'll still stay married to you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I will, like, give you one Twix. And- <laughs> 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 
Okay. How old is the joke of calling one Twix bar a Twix? I've Probably never heard since... it before, actually. Well, then it's new to you. Okay, well, let's let's move into these other candies. Huh. So now we're moving into the ones we think we don't like? The ones we think are just like, why would anybody ever buy these? Wait, you have Kit Kat in your candies you think you, you don't like? Yeah, yeah, I do. Because that seems so crazy my to me. Taste, I would have guessed my that My taste Kit memory Kat... of them is so bland. If you asked, if you like did a survey and like asked people, do you like this candy or not like this candy, which do you think would be the most universally loved candy? Snickers. That seems, that seems, yeah, M&M's. Plain M&M's seems right. And I do love plain M&M's. You were hoping I would say Kit Kat. Well, no, I was going there that I think Kit Kat would be right up there. Um, so when I think about my taste memory of Kit Kat, it just seems so boring to me. Should we taste it and find out? We've talked about this on the show before that that I can uh, absolutely scandalize and disgust my family by eating a Kit Kat without breaking the bars apart first. I know. God, you are a heathen. I'm going to break the bars apart. Okay. This is also how you got out of jail. Free. Kit Kat also seems like a good candy to share with a girl. Okay. It tastes better than I remember, but I find it boring. The flavor is so uniform. But it's got it's got like a crunchy cookie layer inside. And I think I eat like the crunch of it even better than the crunch of the Twix bar. It's like it's got a skeleton. I love crunching on skeletons in my closet. Um, Twix is more... Like has more like a mouth filling uh, yes. persistence. There's something like I feel like I could eat a Kit Kat and at the end of it just be like, oh, I just ate a pile of sugar, and and that wasn't very fun. I Whereas think, with like a Mounds bar or these peanut M and M's or peanut butter M and M's, I could pound this and be like, I just ate a mouthful of sugar and I'm gonna do it again. I think we're gonna get a lot of pushback on this Mounds bar thing. I think the Mounds bar is gonna be a like a turning point. <laughs> it's gonna be a wow. seminal moment in the history of our show where where a lot of people are like, you know, I thought I thought this was okay. Until they started praising the Bounds Bar. Okay, fine. Show us, show us your your bars. Yeah, show us your bars, Matthew. Wait, oh, oh, me. I yeah, thought you were talking you. to the audience. Okay, um, my first uh, pick of the uh, the bad guys here is Big Hunk. Have you ever had it? I think I've had it. I've I never. Think I know had what it. it is. Here's. I have a story about Big Hunk that I'm sure I've told before, but uh, I was uh, once. I used to be into Big Hunks. <laughs> Actually, well, no, you... I was never really into big hunks. I've never understood the whole idea of like being into dudes with like a lot of muscles or being into this... anybody with like a rippling amount of muscle. I want people to have a functional amount of muscle. This this is something that's been discussed frequently on one of my favorite podcasts, How Did This Get Made, um, in which they talk about uh, movies and like uh, how there were all these muscle guys, especially in the 80s and 90s, like your Van Damme, yes. Schwarzenegger, Stallone, and like... You can see why these guys were movie stars, but were they actually good looking? No. Um, yeah, to me, to me, not either. But no. some some people, you know, wrote in and, are, and were like, "Yes, absolutely." Which, no. Great. No. Um, I was once in uh, before. I have always found like the sinewy look to be much more appealing. Like, do you remember? Um, do you remember in Six Feet Under? Did you ever watch? I never the watched it. Oh well, that was the first time I ever saw Justin Theroux. Who has now become quite famous for his relationship with Jennifer Aniston. And now I think he just looks kind of, I don't know, he looks like he might not be very nice. <laughs> however, however, in um, Six Feet Under, he was so, like, uh, just sinewy um, and, and, like, with this, like, black hair. And, like, oh, uh, he was so my type. <laughs> Did he look kind of like Lyle Lovett? <laughs> No. That's what I, that's what came to mind when you said sinewy. I don't no. know. No, <laughs> let me see if I can come up with another example of sinewy. Um, 
Who else is sinewy? Like uh, Christian Bale. I've never thought Christian Bale was very attractive. Um, um I don't. Re- yeah, I don't okay. get the Christian Bale thing. Um, who else do I think is so attractive? <laughs> uh, you know what? You know who else was so attractive? Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix in Walk the Line. Okay, yeah, Joaquin I can see that. Phoenix as Johnny Cash. Um, I was just thinking about that uh, Joaquin Phoenix rapper movie where he went on Letterman in character. Do you remember this? Yes. That was so funny. That was a tough era for, yeah. for me liking Joaquin Phoenix. I know, but like I I just had to had to admire like com- his commitment to the bit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I was uh, a few years, many years ago, actually, because it was before Broadway QFC was Broadway QFC back when it was Fred Meyer. Uh, I was waiting in line and someone in front of me. Um, you know who has sometimes had a <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. Mark Ruffalo. Oh. Early Mark Ruffalo had a sinewy kind of body type. I don't. That, like, that's just, not what comes to mind when I think of Mark Ruffalo, but he's I definitely a good looking guy. I don't mean like ropey. I don't know what that means, really. I just mean like um, on the smaller side the, like, of power, body type. Like clearly powerful without being bulky. Without being bulky or without being like, I work out. Yeah. Just being like, I am. Just me. Just. <laughs> <laughs> just take take it or leave it. Here I am, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, That's cool. Okay. You want to hear a story about a candy bar? <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, I was at the Fred Meyer on Broadway, and uh, someone in front of me um, was uh, brought a big hunk up to bar up to the counter. And uh, did this happen recently? No, this was a long time ago. Can I take um, a bite? Yeah, go ahead. And the the cashier said, "Big hunk, huh?" Oh no. Uh, and the guy said, and the guy said, yeah, got to get my chocolate. And the guy said, Big Hunk isn't chocolate. It's all nougat. Matthew, I'm going to hurt my teeth doing this, and I don't think it's going to be worth it. Here, uh, bite the other end. I didn't bite that. Oh, end. wait, at the same time as no, you? No, no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. I was afraid that was your teeth. Snapping. I know. I was afraid of that, too. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it has a snap to it, yet it's also what? chewy. Why would you eat this? <laughs> Terrible idea on all levels. That is horrible. Oh, <laughs> it's nougat. <laughs> but here's the good news about big hunk. When Wait, is, do, do, does it taste like honey? It says honey sweetened. I guess nougat. Um, it tastes <laughs> like bullshit. Um. I'm going to cleanse my palate with a peanut M&M. On the receipt from the QFC when I bought the Big Hunk, it identified it as Annabelle Nougat Bar, <laughs> N-U-G-T Bar. Um, maybe I think the G is silent. Annabelle Nougat Bar. <laughs> it sounds like a, like a silent Swedish silent movie actress or something. Made, it's made by it? Annabelle. But why not? Why oh, not? wait a minute. Yes? It's got instructions. What? Cure for the snack attack. Place bar firmly in one hand, then smack your big hunk on a hard surface. Oh, yeah. Happily eat your bite-sized pieces. Or, for a soft, chewy treat, place your big hunk in the microwave, heat for approximately 5 to 10 seconds, carefully eat your super soft, chewy snack. I don't want to try that. Okay, uh, so you're saying this is is a candy bar that comes with instructions on how not to injure yourself eating the candy bar? (laughs) Yeah. Why does this exist? Terrible product. Yes. This is the definition of a poorly engineered food product. Yes. I I can't believe this is is real. I'm pretty sure that if there is actually a Mother Nature, that she feels really good about like M&M's. And she looks at the big hunk and she's like, 
I would have never done that. Yeah, I mean, that's an I, abomination. I can I can see like God sitting up on a cloud popping M and M's. Yeah, but totally. Not God, a big hunk. no, not a big hunk. He's like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I ain't going to the dentist again. <laughs> no, um, yeah. <laughs> Can can God make a candy bar uh, so hard that he'll break his own teeth on it? Theological questions. So uh, these two, I have, I, I accidentally, not accidentally, bought three <laughs> bars that I didn't think I would ever buy. One, yeah, I accidentally buy and eat a lot of candy. <laughs> the, the, the two that I have left are one hundred grand and O Henry. I've never eaten either of these. I've always looked at them and gone, who buys those? Okay, I can answer half of that question because I like and bought, yes? I would like to point out before we continue that I just looked down at my dog and she had a big hunk of big hunk on her back. We're going to, that broke, that like exploded off of the bar when I bit into it, mm-hmm, I think. Mm-hmm. Or we'll post a picture of this. This fucking bar, why? It is. <laughs> so, I, okay, can we taste the 100 grand? Yes, let's do because it. Because I look at this and I'm just like, I don't know of anybody who buys this candy. Right. And the answer is I do. Oh, really? Yes. I really? like it. I, it's not one of my. It was one of my top ones when I was a kid. But yeah, I, I'm quite fond of the hundred grand bar. God, it's got puffed, I mean, like crunchy puffed rice. In I've it. never had it. I, 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 just I think feel it like is it's... better, a better version of the Nestle Crunch. Oh, really? Yeah, because I think the Nestle Crunch has terrible chocolate. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> I've never looked inside one like that before. Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. You really should never look inside a hundred grand bar. I don't know what's happening in there. Wow. Ew. I think I always just take a bite and don't look at the cross section. Hmm. Okay. Okay. How does this describe it? Oh, it's good. Mm. I don't like the taste of it. It tastes like bad Halloween candy. Ugh. It has a weird um taste the way Christmas. <laughs> what? I'm getting this like slightly, what? slightly, um, you know, like Christmas potpourri. Mm-hmm. I just got a taste as the hundred grand opened up in my what mouth. What are the smells of Christmas? Mm, clove, mm-hmm. cinnamon, pine, pine, ham. <laughs> <laughs> I just got sweatpants. A real clove, cinnamon, pine, mm-hmm. Christmas potpourri taste out of. The hundred grand, just for a minute. I did not. By the way, I noticed you. Um, did you bring that receipt uh, for the candy to be reimbursed? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is this is the kind of business we're running, where Molly can, can submit a receipt for like four dollars worth of candy, and I will reimburse it, and it will be tax deductible. <laughs> It's actually more like four fifty, but whatever. No, fuck that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I told you. I told you four dollars. Yeah, I don't. I don't want this candy. Okay, I'll take it. Thank you. I don't want that. Would you like this candy? It's mm, called Baby. I've Ruth. never had a Baby Ruth. Again, this is one of those where it's like, who buys those? Should we be like cutting these with a knife or no. something? Because I feel like okay. No, actually, this one this one breaks pretty cleanly. Oh. Hmm. Oh, I hate this so much. Really? Yes. Kind of like, uh, kind of like a Three Musketeers with caramel and then peanuts on top. And what what is it? What I mean, there's nothing about the, descri- the description it's just and construction. Uniformly rich and sweet of the baby. It tastes. It always tastes stale to me. Mm-mm. It doesn't taste stale to me. <sighs> no, but it definitely has that 
candy bar peanut flavor that is a kind yeah, of stale it's peanut like a, flavor. Yeah, like an overpowering, like fakey peanut flavor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Snickers I think, has that too. You know what sometimes. I think happened? I think they used the cacahuete instead of the arachid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Snickers does have that. Okay, sometimes I'm too. running out of steam here. Okay. Oh, I can't believe we have to eat one more bad candy bar. <laughs> we really miscalculated this. Um, the baby Ruth. It's not offensive to me, but I definitely, it's my least favorite. No, I think that the 100 grand may be my oh, least favorite. And I think, wait, you like the 100 grand, you, you like the 100 grand less than the big hunk? Oh, no, I forgot about the big yeah. hunk. I just have been trying to forget about it. I, yeah, I know, I haven't thought about the big hunk in wait many a minute. years. Oh, and Henry I tend looks to... just like a baby Ruth. What if it's the same thing? Look. Whoa. Isn't this like nougat, caramel, sure and this peanut? Is the, oh, yeah. Hmm. Oh, but that's better, I think. Much better. This is not bad at all. Mm. Oh, Henry. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is the O. Henry bar named yeah, I'd, after... I'd get on that. Yeah, this is fine. It's fine, but it's not great. Is it named after the author or vice versa or neither, do you think? I don't care. Yeah, I wouldn't eat that. Never mind. I just got a, a banana-y aftertaste from it. Oh, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm still fine with it. I, I didn't. I didn't go God, back for another really? bite because I just ate seven, eight candy bars. Um. God, I think that we were right in our judgment of of the candy bars that we didn't think we would like. And but did did our judgment influence our taste buds? Yes, for sure. I mm-hmm. mean, I think we should have done a blind tasting. Yeah, but we would have known what was what. Mm. I don't I mean, think I don't think I would have known that a Baby Ruth was that, and an O Henry was like yeah, I didn't but those necessarily were the two know that were what these the same. were. Okay, that's, that's fair. I wouldn't have known what a hundred grand was. I knew, I knew, I know mounds is mounds. Yeah, I know mounds is mounds. I know Kit Kat. I know Twix. I know M and M's. Okay, fine. We couldn't have done a blind tasting. We couldn't have. And also, producer Abby would have would have told us what we were tasting. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> um, Oh, boy. Okay, um, well, I don't think I have anything else to say about I don't about think I this. have anything left. This episode is brought to you by Third Love. Third Love is the lingerie brand that uses real women's measurements to design better-fitting bras. You can go on their website, spend about 30 seconds answering a few questions, and find the perfect-fitting bra for you, all from the comfort of your home. And Third Love stands behind their product so much that our listeners can try one for free for 30 days. Just pay for shipping, and returns and exchanges are always free and easy. It says pay up front for shipping, which possibly is a pun. <laughs> <laughs> so go to thirdlove.com slash. you know what I mean. <laughs> I think I know what you mean. Visit thirdlove.com slash spilled milk to get started. Is that what you meant? Yeah, that's what I meant. Why do you think that we have these, these like, well, I mean, you had genuine dislike for the baby Ruth. You'd had it before you felt that it was stale. I just kind of looked at the hundred grand and the O. Henry and I just felt like, these are like the, well, how do these how do these persist? I don't know anybody who eats them. Here's what I think it's, here's my analogy. I don't know where I'm going with the analogy, so this could be a perilous journey. But you know how in your neighborhood there are those restaurants that have been there forever that you've never gone into? Oh, absolutely. Um, and if you were to try one of those places, I feel like it has to, it would have to really impress you. Um, to to make it into the pantheon of places that you frequent at this mm-hmm. point. Yes, and I think I think like adding a new candy bar that isn't actually new to the market. Like there's and all yet, kinds of mental hurdles it has to get over. Yeah, yeah. 
And yet, like, then I wonder, to get back to the restaurant idea, where, who, somebody must think those places are their favorite places. Oh, sure, so absolutely. Must... It's it's kind of like a cognitive dissonance thing, maybe, that, like, you know, if this candy bar was good, why am I not already buying it? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We're real, like, humans are real stupid. Humans are really <laughs> stupid, and yet I fully own that that is how I approached buying these candy bars today. Yeah, I thought what I thought you were going to say was, like, like, humans are really stupid, but they do look good naked. <laughs> well. Okay. That um too. That's my opinion on humans. Look, I, that's all I got. Humans I ate, look I much better naked than other animals. Well, <laughs> and that's why your dog is wearing a suit. Uh, you can find us online at SpilledMilkPodcast.com, where we'll post a picture of a dog wearing a suit. Actually, no, I think we're going to post a picture of, uh, Let's like... Let's post a picture of the, of the big hunk on Alice's back. Yeah, it's, it's an extreme close-up, so all you see is a chunk of candy bar and some fur. It's great. Um, <laughs> um, we would also like to hear about your favorite supermarket candy and, and the supermarket candy that you yes. don't think you like. Yeah, and you can be sure that Molly is going to look at that picture when it comes up on our website in a few weeks and say, oh, that is the most beautiful dog in the world. I know. I was just looking at her lying on the floor and resisting the urge to like climb down there and coo all over her. Climb God. down there and eat that nougat right off her, her coat. No, it fell off into your carpet. <laughs> Great. Um, you can find us on, oh, you already said Facebook, right? You can leave us a review on iTunes. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. I'm Annabelle Newtbar. <laughs> and, and you're O. Henry. And I'm O. Henry. <laughs> I don't know if I'd rather be O. Henry or Baby Ruth. You, you can be both. They're, they're basically Ruth the same candy Gaga. bar. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. Yeah. Now, we were supposed to get, like, four things each, right? Yes. Okay. I got five because I had a hard time deciding. Sure. Gosh, I got almost all red things. Oh, wow. You got something that I almost, like, had in my hand and then put back. Okay, wait. We should, we should, okay, let's <laughs> we should get maybe started. start the show okay, before okay. we talk about the subject of the show. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.